Now, what more could you ask for? Sunday afternoon, playing for first place in your own house. No one should be able to match the energy that we bring out here. Doesn't it feel good when your crowd behind you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I was here 20 days before I saw clouds. Let's give them something to cheer for now. Hey, I'm not going to be a real patient guy now. And I said, you should stop. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his thing music. Hey, I'm on the ground again, boy. You have a problem. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tired. This is what we're supposed to do and win. Well, we got a win today, Matthew. Hey, is that for? That's the first two in a row, correct? Since uh, like seventeen, I think twenty seventeen, we had two back to back. Woo! Three out of four, we've won. It's all positive shit. I just, you know, the thing is, is like I, I still, I know we won, and we should be talking about positives. I'm still not sold on Arians. I'm gonna be honest with you. I. I heard his quote after the game. I, don't get me wrong. Peyton Barber had some good runs down the stretch that like helped helped us close it out. But, bro, why Rojo wasn't in there blows my mind. And then I hear post-game, he says, well, well, Ronald Jones missed a blitz pickup, and if you can't do that right, you're out of the game. Okay, so how about all the fucking Dare wins he's mix, missed? How about yeah. Peyton Barber? Like, it's just stupid. Or Jameis throwing a million picks. Why haven't we benched him at different points and put in Ryan Griffin? It's just like... He says shit, and I'm like, I just, I can't tell if it's because he's old and he's like losing it, or if he just really feels that way. Which both, I feel like, is not. I feel not like good. when he does that, you know, I was actually thinking, you know, listen to him. So I think he came into the year. He said, "I'm going to protect Jameis because, for whatever reason, you know, you can say he had a head coach that didn't believe in him before. You know, that coach never wanted him." Um, but pretty much everything he has said this year says, I'm going to protect Jameis. Um, I think he does those little things to get a rise out of certain people. Um, that's my take on it. But um, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced now um, that we're going to have to, one way or another, look for a running back this offseason. I know me and you have kind of talked about a third down back. We'd like to see like a Chris Thompson, Gio Bernard type of guy. But uh, I don't know that that's a, that's a great position going into next year. I, I think we could, we could use a little more juice, as you like to say back there. Uh, here's the thing. I think Ronald Jones is pretty good, but I think he's a change of pace guy. I don't think he's your starter. Uh, Peyton Barber, to me, is like non-existent. Uh, I, I don't think he's Dare is not an NFL player. You know what I mean? It just is what it yeah, is. Yeah, Dare. I I wouldn't mind seeing. I mean, this crap is to say. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. You know, if Peyton Barber makes like a mil a year and he's your third running back, I, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sure. You got to have those guys to like fill out the roster, but yeah, that that's a position. You know, going into next season, the three that I think we've talked to is like. You got to go get a right tackle, a running back, and a third receiver. And man, if we if we end up keeping Jameis or tagging him or whatever may happen, and and this whole thing stays together, you know, I lo I looked at 
been looking at the draft and the mock, and you know we're a long way away. Say something happens in the draft, and one of those Alabama, like a Rugs or someone, falls to us. And I'm just saying, I I know that's not an area of need, but man, what what if we if we had a third receiver and a competent running back? This offense, like, I just don't know how you would stop it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually yesterday put, saw that the Alabama. Not to cut you off, I watched a piece of that Alabama game, and what is the name? Waddle Rugs, and then they have their other guy, the main receiver. It's going to go like top ten. Um, I can't. Uh, Judy, yeah, Judy. yeah, yeah, Judy. Like, I watched that's, them, and I was, I was like. like they might be the best a receiving core in college football, but also if oh, Rugs is there, like, how do you pass? Like, watch Tyreek Hill and tell me he doesn't have that same gear. Easy on that. Easy. On I mean, that. I'm but just saying he he's I, he's extremely fast. Oh no, he's fast. a he's a four three. Yeah, no, I'm with I think you. I'm he with might you. Be he's like four two to nine. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm with you. Tyree Kill just he's on that's the football different. field. That's he's crazy. That just has a different level. But yeah, I dude, I I thought about that watching Alabama again. Like, give us a third receiver, and like, what are you gonna do as a defense? It just you know, it's gonna this offense this uh, off season is just getting more interesting and more interesting. But going to today, um, gotta be happy. Looks like, gotta be happy. Oh, for sure. It looks like that defense is coming along. All the freaking people who post about Devin White not playing. I hope you guys kiss my off. ass and shut up for once. That that dude is just play. I I saw the his season stats as of now and how many games that he missed. I even forget. He's already got seven tackles, two and a half sacks, like fumble like all like. How can you ask that? You know, from a from a rookie middle linebacker, but dude's playing. Dude's um, coming on strong, and then. Man, you're looking like Vita getting some push up the middle, Bear and JPP getting into it. And, you know, we talked about that front seven. And if, God, man, if that secondary turns around to just be decent, that defense looks pretty darn good all of a sudden. And, and it sucks that it's come this late. And I will say, I will press it by saying, look, at the end of the day, two great wins over the Falcons and Jags. So I would love to see it over uh, a better team, you know. And, and that's something going forward you know even Jameis you know you talk about what he's done what he's got to step up in those bigger games too and you know he's had a couple of victories over good teams but going forward that that's what I want to see from these guys yeah uh, I think you could go beat the Saints and Jets and Dolphins you should be able to beat them you know For or, sure. I'm sorry not the Saints um you know like the Jags and Falcons Panthers. and those guys but you know the and then you go back to the Saints game it's like oh was that just an off game, or were they that much better than you know? So I'd like to see us step up against the harder competition going forward. Well, I'll say this to your. I'm going to piggyback your point. Devin White led the team in tackles. He had a tackle for a loss, two passes defended, a quarterback hit, and a return fumble for a touchdown, and an interception. And an interception. <laughs> I was going to say. Like anybody out there who is still saying that we made a bad. Okay, I get the. There is one argument that I still think is kind of valid, and they'll make the positional argument that we should have gone with Josh Allen because that's a premium position opposed to drafting right. in the middle. Yeah, I, I get, I, I get yeah. that. I totally get that. Sure. But you can't watch him and tell me that anybody doesn't feel like that guy is developing into a special player. I just – I don't and think – you know, and the reason – I and I told you this before, it's, it's not even I, – I think he's going to be a great player, but I think he's going to – 
rally the guys around him. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm looking for him to do. That's and I'm not saying I don't I don't you know, I didn't look into Josh Allen as much since we ended up not drafting him, but that's that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. I just I told you the story about after one game he he kind of stood up in the locker room and said, "Hey, I'm working out at nine in the morning tomorrow. Who's with me?" That's after a freaking football game. Well, they but, they asked him in the locker room what happened with him and Fournette on the field, and he goes, "I just had to let him know I'm not that freshman at LSU anymore, and that I'm riding for the team." And they were like, "Well, what did he say?" And he's like, "Well, I can't repeat what he said." And he goes, "But it's okay. <laughs> we were winning, so he didn't have much to say after that." And and they asked him about the defense. And to your point, he said, "I think we have a bunch of young guys, myself included. We're just figuring it out." And he's like, the expectation is we play better than we played today. And he's like, we yep. defended every blade of grass, and that's what I expect from everybody. And I was like, it's cool to hear him say that's what I expect from everybody. And it's just cool to watch him develop oh, in that way. I I think by you're gonna even start seeing it next year. This is gonna be this is gonna be his defense with Vita up there keeping guys off him. But I'll say even next year you're going to kind of see this turn into a Devin White defense and going into about year three, this will be the Tampa Bay Buck Devin White led defense. You know what I mean? The, Feels this like guy, it, the, he's, sure. he's going to be the guy to kind of lead it forward, and you know he might not have twelve you know tackles a game, but he he's going to be the emotional kind of leader, getting everyone rallied. I, I believe. Also, uh, that's. Yeah, I think this was the Devin White coming out party. I mean, he just literally was all over the field, like tackles for loss, passes defended, quarterback hits, interceptions, fumbles, like just all the things. I mean, he was everywhere. Uh, the other person I wanted to shout out, dude, Shaquille Barrett had two sacks today and a tackle for a loss, like, and four quarterback hits. Like, how do you, you ready? To, you ready to give him fifteen mil? I think so, man. So it's kind of hard not to. Huh? It's hard not to because you watch him play and you're like, man, it, it he doesn't look like flukish. It just looks like a good player who took some years to develop, but now he got in the right system and it just all kind of clicked at the right time. So it's hard to say. Oh, he learned, and he learned from two of the freaking, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> his bend is pretty wild. Moves from, yeah, Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware, like you, you learn a couple things, so. It's cool, and he has that chip. He was undrafted. He talks about it. Um, I don't know. Just watching him play, it feels like we're going to have to pay that guy. Honestly, I feel the same about JPP. I know it's going to be hard money-wise to actually do that, but I hope we can find a way to make it happen. At this point, too, and this is the only reason I'm bringing up next year and paying and all that kind of stuff is because I think we've hit a point where Jameis is going to get franchise tagged. I really think that's the option. I don't think you that, can give that him a seems, That seems like the the growing sentiment, yeah. It just it, it feels like that's what's gonna have to happen. And for that to happen, we're already gonna have to cut some dudes. So and Dominic and Sue's gonna be gone, no doubt. Um I'd like to think Perriman's gone too. Uh and then I think some of these, you know, just guys making more money than they probably should. Like Kim Brate, like he had two catches today. I just, it's hard to justify six or seven million dollars to a guy who had one catch for five yards today. Oh, for sure. We said that forever. I mean, you uh, know, they, I did see a couple times they lined up and, 
and two tight end sets. And I think one was that like uh, deep out from uh, Howard. They had like a 15, 20 yard catch. And that was a two tight end set. And it's like, man, that looked great. But they just don't like running that a lot. <laughs> so and ha- you know, Howard had, he had six targets. He caught five balls for 61 yards. He was averaging, you know, 13 yards a catch. Like, looked solid today. It's just he doesn't get a ton of targets. And if he did, I feel like he would put up these kind of games all the time, probably get a, more touchdowns, you know, the whole nine. But, yeah, it, it's tough because we're going to have to pay Godwin. He's going to have – I mean, he might be a $100 million guy just like Evans, honestly. Yeah. We might yeah, have to draft be- a receiver because – we might have to let one of those two go. And to be honest with you, I'd probably let Evans go and everyone would, will kill me for that. But just saying that that'd be crazy. I, I the, yeah, I'm a wonder, but, it, but it, see at that point, and this is a name I brought up to you a lot. Like at, at that point, I'd rather let like a Ryan Jensen go. Who's making 10 mil. Um, just, just because of I agree position. with that. I agree with that. That for sure. And honestly, I said this online. I'm probably letting Donovan Smith go. I just, he ain't it. Yeah, it's hard because he's been so steady. But, I mean, I I think within our first two picks, we're definitely going tackle, whether it's a right tackle or left tackle. Um, Man, it's hard because you you don't bring him up a whole lot, and he's in there every game. And, you know, you, you hate to get to a left tackle that we start talking about every game. The like, oh, this guy can't block for shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, there's uh, examples of that. That Eric Flowers that got drafted by the Giants, athletic guy coming yeah. out of Miami. They thought he was the dude, and he was god awful. Mm-hmm. Like killed them single handedly. Mm-hmm. I just, it's Donovan Smith does too many times. He's on his ass. He sucks. In here's the other thing: we're running the ball between the tackles because our tackles can't get depth wide, and they can't pull or swing. So all these, like, you know, screen passes and shit never quite get off because neither one of our tackles can seal the edge. And it just, it's it's tough to watch because I feel like Donovan Smith is not bad. I don't, I don't want to put it like that. And he's been durable. I mean, he's not great, but to his credit, yeah. he's just no, been available. Just, it's going to be, look, anyone who's making over that, over, I'd say, five mil or whatever, there's, there's only a certain amount you can have on a team, especially making over 10 mil. And it's like, he's, isn't he like 14? Man, you go, I forget how much Seamus's contract would go up if we tag him, but it would go up a little bit. And then, you know, like you said, if, if we try to resign Godwin, but I mean, if we're keeping Barrett, you know, that's adding another 10 mil. Um, if we try to get JPP back, which now that, now that thing of we, because uh, we had him on a two year. And then when he got hurt this past offseason, Light let go, the, you know, cut the second year of the deal. So now that's kind of looking like a dumb move. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll tell you what. Um, best value deal we have is Levante David at 9.7. Just saying. Well, I think the best value deal we got is Barrett at 4 mil. <laughs> well, okay, well, also, Levante David is going to be a free agent, I think. No, I think we got him through next year. I think that's what it is through next year. But yeah, I mean the top three on our team are Winston, Evans, Smith, Marpet. You know, that's that's yeah, four, Jensen. But. That's what it's just like our our own line. We got three guys making ten mil. You know, um, doggone. I mean Donovan Smith next year is going to make fourteen point five. 
Yeah. And Evans is going to make 20 next year. Yeah, we're going to have to we're going to have to get creative with some stuff if 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 we're going to run if we're going to run this thing back, but you know, now you can kind of just look and see. I mean, what I know we got the Colts left, the Falcons left. Um trying to think who else we got, but you know, we we got some winnable games down the stretch. So now we're <laughs> and you know what else we're kind of doing? We're kind of pushing ourselves out of that top 10 um, draft. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know that's kind of frustrating, but like well, you know, if if Aaron's is going to stay and they're going to tag Jameis, then it's not a, as big a deal. You know what I mean? Like, just get the team going in the right direction. But I, I still think we should add some to the secondary, and I kind of hit on the, the couple pieces on the offense. And, man, even even that D-line, we're, you know, we're probably going to have to replace Sue, maybe even Golston. And uh, I think we're gonna have to bring some some younger guys to that line as well. I'll tell you what, man. There's, hey, man. there's some players out here, money wise, that are kind of surprising. Like I didn't know William Goldson's four mil, Vita's six. That's just because of where he's drafted. But I mean, MJ Stewart at two million. Like I, honestly, God, I let that guy go. Yeah. Like that, he ain't doing nothing on the team. Well, I, we could get into the salary cap shit end of the year. I'd say this: the standouts. Jameis played a good game. I think he. This is one of his better games. I don't think it was like overly impressive number wise, but if you just watch the game, he made a lot of key throws. They were really good. Uh, I thought Mike Evans had a couple plays that were solid. He didn't just didn't get targeted. Yeah, very much. it was there. It's crazy that our two, I think our two top guys were Howard and Perriman, <laughs> which, which is pretty damn funny. Whatever Perriman but, uh, had for breakfast, that dude needs to eat that every day. Right? It's just like, that, that's what we've been saying for so long. If if you just get a third receiver out there, it, it should just be so easy for them to, to get open when you got Evans and Godwin out there, man. It, it should it should just be so easy on someone five. I think I mean I think he only had five catches, but that's what I told you. I think he had five for like eighty something yards, and um, but that's what I told you. It's like you only need a third receiver to get you five six catches, and it just opens up so much more stuff, and gets your tight end involved a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, running backs. I mean, Barber had that nice run, but I mean, you could have drove a damn truck through that hole. I could have run that one. I could have made that touchdown. Easy, 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 easy. Hey, listen, I would have had to dove uh, at the end, but I could have. I definitely could have crossed the plane. I don't know if I wouldn't have fumbled, uh, but yeah, we'd have to pull you off the field. But uh, oh, you have to. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, to me, the sure. most exciting thing, you know, the their offense got on a little roll there, but defense kind of stood up, made a play. Sean Murphy bunting, made a play in the end zone. Stay in the um, end zone, bro. Don't come out, then go yeah. back in. My God, I was so stressed. Yeah. He panicked a little there. Did he you see Carlton know. Davis pull him out of the end zone. <laughs> Yeah, um, but hey, man, they're starting to play. You know, Carlton Davis making some plays. People, people putting some hit. I just, I'm getting excited about D White, Vita Vey getting another sack, and he's, uh, dude, he's another one. We, I know we've talked about him, but he might not be getting enough love because that dude's playing really, really well. Oh yeah, he that sack he had. Just so you know, that's a Pro Bowl guard he pushed back. <laughs> like that that's a Pro Bowl guard, Norwell, that he literally just pushed back and ran into the quarterback. And 
man, we're 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 bringing some hats. People, it, that that's the thing that it's it's almost become. You know, the announcer I heard talk about a little like it's becoming contagious. Like Devin White goes out there and hits Fournette in the mouth, and then like the next person's like, all right, you know, fuck that, let's go. And then you know, Levante is always going to hit people, and and you got Sue out there and people picking up points. It's becoming fun to watch, and you know, I'll tell you what. How good did you feel when you saw uh, old Devin White start talking shit to Fournette? Oh yeah, man, it was fun, and he he boofed him, man. He on that little uh, he caught a little he caught a little um, out route, you know, out of the backfield, and and Devin White put it put his hat on him. So also the slam on the side of the field where he uh, I think caught a little dump off ball, and he slammed him on the side of the field. I was like, okay, he's really out here trying to let him know. Because he, yeah. he was, like, not fucking around. He slammed that dude down and then started talking shit. And I was like, all right, Devin White. Like, I see you. Like, hey, I'm man, saying, man. Get give, your shit off. Give that dude the next. I, th- I think going into next year, man, got, you know, knock on wood, the dude uh, stays healthy. And, man, I'll, I'll be excited to see him coming out of the gates next year. All right, quick question I want to ask you. Uh, I was looking at this, and I, I got a little curious. Um, how do you feel about veteran running backs in free agency specifically melvin gordon Ooh, i don't know what he's gonna want that that name doesn't really catches the ball really well well also austin eckler is going to be a free agent i can't imagine they let both of them go so i'm saying one or the other is going to be gone so it's just they both catch the ball really well they make plays i mean there's some other guys i don't know that we're I think both of them are going to have a decent salary. To be honest, I don't. I don't know that we're going to be in the market to to pony up ca- cash like for one of those guys. You know, I think it's going to be a lesser uh, a, a, a lesser like like I told you, like a Chris Thompson or something Matt like Breida? that. Um. Yeah. I mean, it just it all depends on the contract. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He's I'm just curious. Has, it just has, looks like there'll be some dudes available. Yeah, I look, I'd almost rather bring in a veteran, um kind of know what you're getting. And like I said, I I think we're gonna have to go f- top two rounds in an offensive lineman tackle. So no I doubt. I'd like to I'd like to fill a secondary, like a corner, um, maybe a safety, one of one of those with a veteran and a and a running back. And then, you know, tackle, D line. Man, we could almost go a lot ta- offensive and defensive line in this draft. To be honest with you, um, maybe maybe throw a receiver in there. But shit, we could try to go get a you know solid third. It don't matter what like the third receiver we bring in. I'm just telling you, man, it's such an easy job. Like you're sitting there with Evans and Godwin. You're gonna have one on ones all over the field. Just be decent. Yeah, and I don't think that will be. I don't think that'd be too hard to find, and I honestly, I hope Scotty Miller kind of develops. But it also would be cool. There's some dudes coming out of college, like we already mentioned, that might fall just because they haven't had big careers. But there's also going to be some some veteran, solid third. Da- like Randall Cobb will be a free agent, for example. I'm not saying we should get Randall Cobb, but I'm saying that's a solid yeah. vet guy that knows how to play the slot. That with our two receivers is really good. Oh yeah, anyone that anyone that can stay healthy and. Um... Any, any of those guys, uh, and Fuck. they're getting kind of up there in age, like an Amendola, Cobb, Beasley, Emmanuel, those type of guys. Emmanuel Sanders, Nelson Aguilar, but yeah, I don't know. It's exciting. It's exciting to think about us getting some wins 
honestly, at times, I don't think any of us really expected them to get wins. And that's the thing that's exciting is that we're we're pulling some of this shit off, and it looks like we're yeah. developing and better. Yeah, the draft, though, yeah. that's the only thing. Well, no, I'm saying, unfortunately, a little... You know the the wins at this point don't mean anything. Unfortunately, that's the that's the crappy part for us. And uh, you know, we say at the beginning of the year, uh, you want your team to be playing better at the end. So I guess you got to give the you know Arians and Bulls credit. They're playing better than at the beginning. And um, I mean, at this point, they rattle off a couple more. It kind of just looks like we're going to roll this into next year. To be honest with you, I mean. And I and I, a lot of people might be frustrated with that. To be, you know, I I think there's a lot of, a lot of, Jameis haters out there, and 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 they they have the right to um, be frustrated, and I think there's a lot of people out there that may just want to go the other way. So, um, yeah, the offense has been a top scoring offense. Yeah. It's been fun to watch the last two weeks. Um, it's hard to think about letting Jameis go right now, obviously, when he's playing this well. And it seems like he may be turning the corner. We just got to hope to keep these uh, interceptions turned down. But nonetheless, it's been fun. We're happy with the wins. And uh, until next time. Fire the cannon!